Happy holidays from EliasRelishMedia.com. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Lucky Dog Podcast. This is your host, Elias Roush. Today we are discussing Mr. Robot, Season 4, Episode 11, Feedback and Predictions. This is the very last time we can discuss Mr. Robot in full, the last couple full a couple uh, hours before the uh, season finale airs. I believe it's two hours tonight. Um, I just wanted to get my thoughts out, and I also wanted to kind of... Uh, report back on what else we uh, wanted to to discuss. Um, Go over a couple of uh, comments, maybe whatever, a couple predictions that y'all might have, but you know, just kind of go through the works. So this podcast is sponsored by EliasRoushMedia.com, photo, video, digital media production. Um, Couple things, couple things. Uh... Coming up on the podcast, I uh, did want to cover that. We have uh, tons more TVs, movies, reviews, feedback, all that good stuff coming down the tube. So be sure to subscribe to the channel on SoundCloud uh, for the overarching uh, sound uh, libra- SoundCloud library. Go on SoundCloud or Apple iTunes, Google Play, uh, Overcast, all of the podcast apps that you like. We should be on there. Um also, we have um, just finished Watchmen, and we're going to cover the Watchmen HBO series as well. It's completely done, so I wanted to wait for the entire thing to drop before we dropped a, a review on it. So that's coming down the tube as well. So let's talk about Mr. Robot. Um, in the comments, uh, the Safkin, uh, sorry, the Scat, the Scaffin says, "Check Alderson Loop on YouTube." And so, and two. Okay, so I ended up looking at the Alderson loop. I couldn't find it on uh, other things, but it, basically, the Alderson loop, an infinite loop, or an endless loop, is a sequence of instructions in a computer program which loop endlessly, either due to the loop having no terminating condition, having one that can never be met, or one that causes the loop to start over. So. Are we going with the thoughts that uh, there's possibly one theory that we are in an Alderson loop and that Elliot Alderson is going to restart pretty much everything that he's done? I personally don't know if that's going to be a satisfying narrative, narratively satisfying ending. Um, it would be kind of a mindfuck if that happened. And uh, honestly, I've been listening to podcasts for every year this has been coming out. And I think this fourth season is the first time I've been hearing of the Alderson loop, but it's starting to look a little bit more uh, prevalent. Um, let me see. Chris Rossen Cruz says, uh, uh, what was it? Ollie. He didn't say snow. He said sand. Sell sand to an Eskimo. Oh, okay. Sorry. My bad, dude. Um, what else did Nico say? Uh, Nico had a pretty interesting prediction. Um, I think White Rose's machine might be a form of a parallel world, but in regards to a transferred consciousness. So anyone who dies has their consciousness transferred into the machine. Um, I kind of like that idea, but I'm not sure exactly how it would happen. Um, He says, that's why Darlene is not there as she has died and she has not died in the real world yet. 
and Mr. Robot, Elliot, has been seeing in the real world is from the parallel world as it's a non-abusive form of his dad. People in the machine are more idealistic, he says. If so, then I'm guessing something has to do with his dad's illness causing him to have that hallucination. Uh, parentheses, similar to the bleeding effect in Assassin's Creed. And this will be explained in the next episode. If this is the case, him seeing himself at the end of the episode might be the real-world version of him trying to break himself out of the parallel world, if that's at all possible, like the Matrix, and stop White Rose from monopolizing her control on this human mind. Or maybe something close to this. And that he dropped that around uh, December 18th, and so he wanted to just drop that in the comment section below um, I like Nico's idea. Uh, the more I think about the uh, overarching story of how it's how it's starting to land at the end, I do think that uh, we're probably in Elliot's mind and not so much some sort of computer-generated something or another. Oh, I'm sure there's some time sci-fi, timey-wimey shit going on, but I don't know exactly, uh, you know, the specifics on. I, I don't I don't think we've been given enough to dis determine if we are in a sci-fi world or more of a, a supernatural almost esque world. So uh, eccentric SM, he was a little bit irritated in the comment section about me. I did not leave the uh, what's it called uh, the video that I was discussing in the previous um, previous review about a crayon divinity with a K. Um, I linked that video in the description after he was asking for it. So, uh, that was the Mr. Robot and Tyrell theory are one person. I, uh, don't necessarily buy into the theory, but I really thought it was an interesting case because he had, uh, he had uh, 30 minutes of pretty conclusive evidence that there is some sort of linkage between them and if we find out at the end of this episode that there's not I'm going to be kind of bummed because I do feel like they're crayon uh definitely said uh well he lay out he laid out a good um case for why they are of one mind or they have some sort of link that is shared between each other uh, strategist Wang, Wang, sorry, he said he skipped to 953, and he says that telling us a story is not a review, and so I'm sorry about that, strategist Wang. I will try to give uh, more opinionated reviews and less recap-based for you. Um, great analysis. What was the podcast you re referenced? I wanted to give that one a listen to. I subbed good content. That was Mac24USC. Okay, so two podcasts that I really like for Mr. Robot if you wanted to go back and uh, do some more uh, uh, theory crafting or whatnot or just listen to what everyone else has to say. The two podcasts I was discussing are uh, Post Show Recaps with uh, Josh Wiggler and then we have Bald Move. Um, they cover TVs and movies as well. Bald Move is one of my favorite for covering uh, uh, all these Mr. Robot um in-depth juicy goodness and all the details and stuff like that they they're kind of nerdy like i am but they know a little bit more of the tech savviness about it than i do because they know about 
you know, error codes and um, the title names. I, I've covered pretty much all of Mr. Robot and not discuss the title names because I kind of don't exactly understand the error codes that they're discussing except for, uh, you know, the one that we just had. And the, the episode we just had was Exit, which was not an error code. It's hopefully the exiting of the Alderson loop, if, if that's what it is. Um, Frankie Nero does not like the idea that uh, some of the comments are saying... Um, talking about Elliot's sexuality um, he says he doesn't agree that it would be he says that uh, it would be pointless to have him to be gay and as contra uh, controversial as he got abused what would that be saying about his sexuality and homosexuality in general um, personally you know what if if Elliot's gay that's you know 100% uh, you know go for it but from a story standpoint, like I see what Frankie's saying. He's saying, uh, you know, don't make it look like because he was traumatized, you know, that that's, you know, this is why he's like that. Um, that's definitely not what I'm saying. I, I'm saying that, you know, if you're going to make him uh, a gay character, um, then, then go ahead and do it. But don't make it because of its... Don't be make it because it's a symptom of his upbringing or something like that. Like I don't think that that's like that's the way to look at that at all. the 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 problem I would say with introducing a new uh, you know form of sexuality for Elliot specifically is we only have two hours to really wrap wrap up everything. If we were going to cover Elliot's sexuality, I think we would have done it or we should have done it earlier in the season. Um, if not the series, um, there was points where Tyrell's talking about, you know, I, I love him. I, um, tells Angela at one point, I love Elliot. And he tries to tell, tell, uh, Tyrell tries to tell him on the night of, uh, the hack that he loves Elliot or something like that. I believe during the hack and Mr. Robot kind of dismisses it at that point. It's like, eh, it's like, Hmm. They definitely hint at it in a way that, it definitely doesn't feel like, you know, my buddies and I, you know, we'll be like, we love you, bro. But we're not like, I love you. You know, it's like, it sounds not even like romantic at this, at what Tyrell is saying anymore. It's like, he's kind of going, um, going past it. And I'm, I'm curious what that's supposed to mean, honestly. Um, so I really hope we, in this last two, two hours of the show that we, you know, kind of have a conclusive ending and, one thing about these last two hours is what I've heard is Mr. Robot was originally written by Sam Esmail to be a movie. And so that all of these, uh, what is it, 40 plus hours of you know television or something like that have culminated almost to be what is the extended movie. And what he wanted, what Sam Esmail originally wanted in the movie is what we're going to see in these last two hours. So um, give or take how he dispersed some of the story before that. Um, Johnny Castle didn't like when I uh, d uh, talked about uh, Elliot and Mr. Robot confessing their love for each other. Um, I didn't mean that, obviously, in like a in homosexual terms. I strictly meant that in a way that... I, I shouldn't have to explain myself, but I mean, it's it's in a way that's... Uh, self-reflecting, you know, it's, he's coming to terms with himself, um, Elliot is, 
and he's embracing himself. It's not does not have to do with uh, sexuality, and um, yeah, that's that's pretty much all I'm going to say about that. Um, let me see what else we have. Thomas Quran. My major theory is that those who are dead on Earth are zero. Are alive on Earth one. Sorry, did I read that right? Am I having a stroke? <laughs> My major theory is that those who are dead on Earth zero are alive on Earth one. Think about who is alive on Earth zero and who is on their Earth one. This theory assumes that Elliot dies right before the new Earth is created. Um, and then someone respond, okay, but Ollie and his co-workers didn't die on Earth zero, so that's not it. Okay, so that's true. So going along with some more theory crafting, Elliot was having those headaches. There's blood in the, blood in the trash can uh, on the napkins. Uh, what else is going on there? Maybe uh, real life Elliot went into the uh, you know the where his father was working and and left all of a sudden. I don't know. There's a lot of weird shit going on with there. Um, we are seeing pe this alternate universe. We're not exactly sure what constitutes to get these people in there because not everybody in there has died. Now the majority of the main cast has um, has died, but like people like Lloyd, um, like Ollie, as far as we know, they are not in there. Darlene has not died. Sorry, they're in there, but they have not died. Darlene has not died in the real world, but yet she's not in there. Um, Gideon, I don't know if they couldn't get the actor back, but um, he's not there. Um, just, a, just a couple of things that are just weird about it, and we're not exactly sure what happened to Tyrell on, at the end of that third episode. Um, the more I think about the the fade to red when when it when it happens uh, in episode 11 versus the fade to blue i just wonder if they're in going in different universes or what what the deal is cuz i i still have so many questions about that um let me see jeff armstead armstead said you missed the whole part of the whole you missed the whole point of the whole episode the only reason there was a parallel universe is because white rose created it created her project which was uh, which was really CERN that's why she promised Angela all those things and Elliot too because she was making it happen her plant exploded but somehow warped a whole parallel reality nuts he says my opinion we get snippets through throughout of her project throughout of her project and it's the Had Hadron Collider H-A-D-R-O-N Collider. I have not heard of that before. He must be... Jeff must be some sort of physicist or some sort of smart guy over here. Um, but yeah. Uh, I have, uh, you know, mixed impressions about that. I don't really know if that really leads leads into anything else that we were talking about. Um, I'm not really sure what CERN is. C-E-R-N. Okay, I did just a tad bit of research so you don't have to look up what CERN is. Uh, the CERN is the European Organization for Nuclear Research. Um, I'm not really sure how they got CERN from that, but um, <laughs> uh, 
Uh, CERN's main function is to provide the particle accelerators and other infrastructure needed for high energy physics research. As a result, numerous experiments, experiments have been conducted at CERN through international collaborations. It says uh, the World Wide Web was actually created at CERN. So um, it's, it's a membership of 23 different countries. Um, headquartered in Switzerland and uh, formed in 1954 and so okay that would kind of lead credence to a little bit more of what White Rose is doing I, I feel what you're saying Jeff um, Eric S says my only issue with Tyrellia is that they are both on the FBI whiteboard when they're pictured um, that's another thing that I was thinking you know a lot going along with the Tyrellia thing um, it's hard to you know determine if they're two different people maybe sharing some sort of uh you know similar thoughts i i i think there's a connection between them i don't think that they are the same people though because like you said eric the uh the fact is we have a, a whiteboard that has two of the main characters tyrell and elliot and then we have tyrell and elliot in different places at different times talking to different people it just is very difficult to justify how that would work but uh i still I still stick to what Crayon said. I think Crayon Divinity, by the way, is the the channel name that with a K, Crayon. Um, and that's in the show notes in the previous uh, review video. Um, let's see. Oddly thinking. I think Elliot is White Rose slash Gideon. I think that because of the abuse his dad put him through, Blue Universe Elliot might be the version of him that suppressed everything. When Angela reveals they're getting married, there's some tension, and I think it's because Elliot is in love with a man. Well, you know, I, I I would not have a problem with that. The thing is, I don't see what that does to the story. I don't think that making Elliot fall in love with a man, a woman, or anybody is going to change the outcome of these next two hours. So I really don't think that they're going to lean into a sexuality. Um, Jay Chonif says, this episode really got me. I have no idea what's going on and, uh, <laughs> I'm right there with you, dog. Like I, uh, he says it feels like I'm not watching Mr. Robot anymore. And I sort of feel that. And in a way that it, it's a little unsettling for me personally, but then in a way that it's kind of evolving in a way. I look at it as if this is the way the show is going to wrap up, just make it get, make it a satisfying ending. You know what? That's all I really want. And uh, give or take that it feels like Mr. Robot anymore. I'm glad that it's uh, coming to an end because the more I think about it, you know, I haven't seen the full series yet, but I like that it's been four seasons, four solid seasons, give or take second season. You know, I didn't dislike second season. I just think it's probably the weaker of the bunch. Um, but yeah, uh, just make it satisfying. John Smithens. Esoterically, in the scene with the Apple PC at the power plant, White Rose represents the white pillar, Jacquin Wright, typifying the unity resulting from being and Boz left being 
Eliot typifying the unity resulting from love. Quote unquote simplification. Simple explanation. Keep in mind that the third pillar hidden equals Vesca, Pisces, aka the bridge portal. It is the shape of two coming together in a perfect balance with one thread connecting the heart of one to another. The one that split into opposite polarities to take up two different bodies but are always connected in the soul. So I assume that's Mr. Robot Elliot. I hear so much analysis, but that's truly what's being said. This show has so many deep roots in esoteric while keeping most people stuck in exoteric meanings. This is a very simplistic way of explaining this, FYI. And add a note, another huge esoteric reference throughout the show is the key. If you're interested in esoteric meaning, please let me know. Think St. Saint per- Petersburg Basilica. Sorry if I said that wrong. Um, once you grasp the concept, it will be unusually familiar because we see it in most every aspect in entertainment and myth through symbolism, etc., etc. Have a great day. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, this is John Smithens giving some way, way in-depth, uh, over-my-head type research. I appreciate that. Um, he also says, PSB cautious of those proudly part of the Church of Bob slash Subgenius. A few simple clicks will show that it was involved in, show what it was involved in and what they push into the world. I honestly don't really know what they... Uh, push into the world so maybe I should do a little bit more research on that but I appreciate the subscription John Smithens thank you for the comment um let me see let me see Aziz the blue light represents the blue screen when a computer is dead and the error message shows thus explaining the title for episode for the episode when Tyrell died okay okay then we have some explanations with the titles I really the titles are some of my weak points within the uh, series because they're, s- they're somewhat broad and detailed at the same time. It's like they're broad in a way that they could mean a lot of different things, but they're also detailed as in I don't know what the error codes mean. Um, let me see. And I'm, I'm assuming they're error codes. Uh, Pran- Pranav Baskar. I apologize if I got that a little choppy. Um, The red thing in the trash means Angela's mom's... Sorry. The red thing in the trash means Angela's mom in the red universe has leukemia. Universe is colliding? Question mark? Maybe? Um, My question with that, or my quibble with that was, why would Angela's mom be sick in... In, in both universes. That seems counterintuitive to what we were looking for. I'm, many questions about that. I don't think we were giving enough, we were given enough uh, clues to really give a subst- solid answer. answer. Um, I don't know. He, you know, Pranav got a, got a lot of uh, upvotes on that one. Um, let's see. Let's see. Oh, the delectable Matt G. What's he got to say, bud? Schrodinger's episode. We have to see... Sorry, we have to wait to see the finale before we can say if the Red Universe idea is genius or just kind of dumb. 
We have to wait. TikTok. Oops, that's another show. Now, Matt, now, Matt, we will be covering a little bit of the uh, the the Watchmen uh, HBO Go series as well. So stay tuned for that. I'll definitely want to hear uh, the delectable Matt G's thoughts. Um, I definitely think he's right when it comes to um, come to that. It uh, honestly, there's so many things, so many aspects and theories just rolling and scrolling around all over the. There's hundreds of videos and podcasts to listen to. Um, we appreciate you listening to this this one, obviously. Um, it's crazy to think that we're not going to have, you know, that much more. We're not going to have any more Mr. Robot after this. It's like, you know, what have we been, you know, coming all this way up to this? You know, it, it's, it's, it's just crazy to think about, honestly. For me personally, because Mr. Robot was the show that got me interested in pod listening to podcasts, let alone podcasting. So... Um, and I can see that it is a, a massive task to take on, especially when it comes to the theory crafting and uh, the feedback selections and, you know, talking to everybody. I really enjoy uh, getting to know everybody. I wish that we had a little bit more time on this, but um, yeah, join us for, you know, way more podcasts, movies, TVs, reviews. That what? Let me know what y'all are watching. Maybe I'll jump on what y'all are watching, and we can do some reviews and theory crafting again. It's always fun to have a fun little community that is uh, doesn't have to be you know your your buddy down the road. It doesn't have to be your neighbor. It doesn't have to be your brother. We're we are a community of people from all over the world that you know really enjoy some high quality entertainment and just you know. Uh, talking about it and discussing it and um, seeing it grow and that's why I like the podcast and that's why I like interacting with y'all as well so um, and thank y'all for being you know extremely nice and uh, subscribing and commenting and interacting and giving all the thumbs up it really helps with uh, bringing the video to the forefront and helping other people find it and obviously the you know thumbs up and stuff make me feel good too and if I uh if I'm fucking up on the the uh, the feedback side, y'all let me know. You let me know how I can improve. That's you know that's my job, and um, yeah, we'll, we'll only grow from here. Thank you all for listening to the uh, Luck Dog Podcast. Um, if there is anything else I need to add, I'll probably add it on the SoundCloud um, full library, um, the Luck Dog Podcast there. So thank you for listening to the Luck Dog Podcast. Check out. All the Look at All podcast, um, podcast and reviews on SoundCloud, iTunes, Overcast, all the good stuff. Just covered the new Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. It's on the YouTube channel. It's obviously on uh, the uh, podcast feed as well. So, yeah, we got tons of movies, just like Star Wars, just like The Irishman, even small, small movies like... Uh, uh, I was going to say small movies, but I guess Terminator, Dark Fate's not really small, but, you know, it was a smaller movie. But we, we cover independent movies, uh, you know, the A24s, the Midsommars, the uh, 
the Doctor Sleeps, some of the big stuff, some of the small stuff, The Lighthouse, Jojo Rabbit, I, you know, Parasite, one of my favorite movies of the year. I got a buddy that I'm trying to uh, get on the podcast, and we'll discuss, um, my buddy Mark, we'll discuss a little bit of top ten of the year and possibly top ten of the decade. I just need to get his ass over here to so do some serious podcasting. So thank you all for listening. Could not do it without you all. And whatever happens tonight... It's been a good one, my friends. I take it easy.